It is Monday, September 14th. Welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk. A little afternoon edition, even for the East Coasters. You know, it's a, I feel like we're living in Alex's world here a little bit, you know, getting some, some football chatter. But welcome everyone to Living Room Sports Talk here. Macaulay, Zach Rothenberger. And it's interesting, Zach, uh, it, we're not on our normal time, which is interesting. I probably should have done some a little bit of more of an announcement on Twitch, but nonetheless, here, here we are. And uh, I'll replay this so anyone that you know jumps on a little bit later and wants to watch it at the normal time at seven o'clock, they'll, they'll still get the show too. Uh, but we felt, but well, we got a, we got a softball game, a little playoff softball game. So you know, could but we couldn't miss. Right, we couldn't miss a podcast today though, right? Because of uh, you know, obviously football. It's the talk of the town. A lot of good stuff, and uh, you know, week one. I feel like, well, I guess it obviously kicked off on Thursday, but. Kind of probably really kicked off, you know, yesterday with with all the games and red zone and the bells and the whistles and, and et cetera, right? So, I mean, dude, we gotta we like I said, we owe it to the people. We had to do a show. Yeah, yeah, we have to. I mean, football arguably the biggest sport in America, right? So we gotta 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 talk about it, especially the first week. A lot of a lot of great great games, a lot of uh, upsets, a lot of headlines and storylines we're going to get to. So. There, you know, like, there really were, weren't there? There was yeah. a ton. I feel there was a, first of all, there were a lot of good games. Just yeah. watching Red Zone, you're entertained. I feel like the entire afternoon. Um, That's all. I had on. That's all I had on. That, really, I feel like, day. especially when, when as first of all, about you hyped your G Man um, tonight, man. Oh yeah, I got my blue. You look on. excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. gonna say, you look, you look pumped, excited. Yeah. Um, I feel like especially when you're playing Monday night, it's the it's the ultimate. You're gonna watch Red Zone all day long on Sunday, just kind of yeah. mentally get into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Sunday is like specifically just a fantasy day where you just watch Red Zone. And oh yeah, fantasy it's a business day. Are, Congratulations, yeah, exactly. by the way, for for kicking my ass this week. Oh, um, it's not over yet. You've, oh, you've it's over. Won. It's over. So it's never over when it's he's over. playing. No. Yeah, but he's not scoring seventy points tonight. We're only down twenty-one. I mean, yeah, but all it takes is Connor to go off, and it's over. Yeah, well, we've seen crazier things happen. That's all. All else. I'm not. So, I'm not I'm optimistic. Not. I'm not optimistic. Um, but I'll tell you. So speaking of uh, optimism, I feel like hey, I got squashed for some teams yesterday. Uh, but I'll tell you. Do you want to jump in? We got. But we let's do clickbait. It's funny because I feel like both of our clickbaits are going to get wired into. Um, mm. It's our little recaps. We're going to go over all the games. So anyone listening on Spotify and iTunes or, or checking us out right now on Twitch, uh, we'll, we'll recap all the games today. We're, yeah, we're going to mix it up a little bit. Not as much of the Mojo Monday, Zach. We're just going right into it. Yeah. We'll recap Monday. There we go. Um, but there's Mojo there, I feel like, right? Uh, all right, but I'll tell you, so with, with anyone just tuning or, or, or checking in our show for the first time, we always do a little segment called Clickbait Cleanup uh, to get things started where we pick out a headline or something, that a tweet or something uh, that we just felt like, eh, you know, mm-hmm. BS, but uh, you want to kick us off? Yeah, for sure. So, so my thing is going, my clickbait is going to be the pass interference call that was on Gallup versus Ramsey on Sunday night football for the, uh, for the Cowboys versus the Rams. And the reason why it's clickbait is because a, it was pass interference and B, you know, all week, all weekend and Thursday included, there was no issues as far as, you know, um, officiating or anything along that line everything was going great and then of course sunday night they try to steal the show by blowing this up and saying that it was not pass interference this is a horrible call you can't make it once again ram secondary in a controversial pass interference call um yeah right now i I mean did you think it was pass interference or no because i think it is because you see the extension of the arm so that gives it away. Yeah, me. and I, I think I don't know if they watch good morning football this morning. I thought Nate Burleson had a pretty good explanation saying the minute you do that yeah, it's open season for the ref to throw the flag, and he's kind of ended there, right? And I, I kind of mm-hmm. agree. I mean, if you're a receiver and you're saying that, right, 
Makes sense. Exactly. Also, love so, what the chat saying with the Packers. Yeah, well, victory Monday. It's always good when your team wins. You know, Moment- momentum Monday for the I, Green see, Bay faithful. I like that. I like that a lot. See, I, I was joking around saying like I'm, I'm like emotionally like hung over today because all that cheer that just came out uh, yeah. last you know yesterday afternoon. You know, it was, my, my voice, as you can tell, is a little little. Too. Hey, that's hey, you know that's that's good though. That's what happens when you scream at the TV for four hours. It felt good though. It, it really, I'm not gonna lie, felt great. You know, you know what I noticed, which is really cool, was even though there weren't fans, it didn't feel like there weren't fans there. I mean, I know they were pumping. Oh, see, I in. felt, I felt like there weren't. Like I felt that. Oh, see, I didn't, I didn't feel it at all. Like, you want to go I, there because it's funny. I actually had that like after we did a recaps, but joint. Let's talk about it now. So yeah. yeah, what were your takeaways from week one with like without the fans and just having football back? What, what did you think about everything? No, I, I didn't personally didn't really feel a difference that there weren't fans in the stands. I think it was just because I think it was because of the camera work. Probably they didn't really show this. this they didn't really angle things to see the stands as much. So I don't think I thought about it in that way. And I think the noise pumping obviously made up for it a little bit. It was a little cheesy here and there, but see, it felt know. weird for me when someone would score a touchdown. They would kind of just pan around the field. You just see nobody. And I was like, mm-hmm. or an interception. Everyone's like running into the end zone. The defense to celebrate. There's no one there. And it's just, Did it take away from your like excitement? See. I'm in a weird spot and it's really hard for me to answer this question because my heart traditionally would say it just feels a little weird without the fans, mm-hmm. but the Packers had Aaron Rodgers or uh, Aaron Rodgers had the Vikings. I can't even talk jump off sides three times yesterday. Yeah. So with the hard count and he, and you know, I mean, so you step back and it's like, well, it, it seems like it, especially going there, we're not playing that game. We're not scoring 46 points out there. So you're right. It's advantageous to some teams. So like, I, I got to celebrate that. So I, I mean, I'm cool with it, right? I'm not going to sit here like a sour grapes and say, Oh, I, I, I wish there was more. Like it's not good enough for me. I'm, I'm just happy. It's back. And, and it's fine. Like to, to probably get to more what you're alert you're looking for to answer the question. It didn't take away from anything. Yeah. Like, sure. Would I like them? Yeah. But it's, it's like, would I like a car for Christmas? Sure. Like who wouldn't like a car for Christmas? Like the purple, the, you know, getting the, the bow and stuff, the Lexus commercial, but I like, right. Like, but it's like, I'm not at, I don't like need one. Like it's not yeah. the end of the world. If I don't get like, right. Like I got, like, I'm fine with what I have. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I had some other takeaways from like a team perspective, but we can dive into that after we do our recaps. If you'd like. All right. I'll tell you, it's just the end to that point. I got to do my, my clickbait. We'll pick up yours again. I'll do mine. Let's exercise these demons. Shall we? Uh, God, this is bad. Um, I'm doubling up on me. <laughs> Last week it was my picks. This week it was my Cardinals article. Dude, I was, I mean, no, but seriously, you got to face the music. I always say it, right? And, and, and I, I, I mean, I said there were six and 10 at best. So I got five more wins in the bank. I ain't growing right now. In, in your defense, it's only week one. So yeah, you're going out in San Fran. How much harder does it get than that? True. I mean, it was a very impressive answer the call. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get into that. And obviously all the other games. So we'll, we'll, I'll tell you, let's, um, yeah. So we'll, we'll dive into the Cardinals one a little bit deeper and with a little bit later on. So let's, it's funny, lightning. I mean, it's funny. I do. I have one, two, three, I, like five pages of like just the game. Like, I'm just like, damn, like there's a lot of games to go over, especially there's oh, yeah. no bye weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so sit back and relax. Uh, it should be some fun stuff. Uh, but all right, like I said, let's, you know what? Let's start with Thursday. Yeah. Let's start with Thursday, right? Because we talked about, I mean, Grant, last time we were on the air, right? We didn't talk about the Chiefs and Texans being over. It was right before the kickoff. And we're like, I'm so excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So let's, let's talk about that for a second. Um, any takeaways, anything, you know, in particular that stuck out to you? I mean, the Chiefs haven't skipped a beat. That's, That's my li- – Zach, I swear to God, I have that in my notes. Like, yeah. verbatim, I have that. Yeah. They, they didn't skip a beat, but yeah, they I haven't. Think it, yeah, what, what was it? The second quarter, I texted you, and I was like, damn, 
Pat Mahomes, like he phenomenal. Like there is no, he's this laser focus. He's extremely athletic and he's just something I've never seen before. Oh, and, and, and Andy Reid just looks like an offensive genius right now with these play designs. I mean, my oh, God, yeah. Yeah. they're on and a I, roll. Yeah, and seeing how they used um, Clyde Edwards-Alaire was uh, – and they used him a lot, obviously. That? I did enjoy it. I did. I mean, he was robbed of a – he should have had a couple touchdowns, but he, he can't run up the middle, which we learned. I mean, it's also week one, so let's give him a break. He had 138 yards rushing, so, you know, that's phenomenal. I think he led the, he led the week in rushing stats, I believe. So – no, nah, phenomenal game for him. Yeah, what did he have? Like, did he have 170 yards rushing? 138. He didn't have any receiving oh, yards. Scr- had, oh, I was, I was scrimmage was probably 170 yeah. or something. Yeah, it was 138 um, rushing on 25 carries. So it's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, it's, almost, it's almost six yards a, a rush. So yeah, yeah, and, and I think right. This is more to me. This game was more of a takeaway about how the Texans are just confirming how they're they're not good and and how Bill O'Brien's like, yeah, kind of an idiot. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well. The only the only ray of sunshine that I saw for them was was David Johnson. I mean, he had I think ten or eleven something like that carries for seventy three yards, which yeah. which is a great output for his little you know the minimal touches he had. So that's my only positive that I got from the Texans in this game. Yeah, it, they don't have any weapons. No, and Will Fuller dropped like two catches early I know, in the game. And honestly, that he, should have he, still had. Got, he still had a few catches, but still, I mean, like, and it's yeah. like that doesn't get you excited. No, it really doesn't. And, and Brandon Cooks only had, I think, two or three catches as well. So it's like I don't, I don't know. Their offense just seemed so out of sync, and just seemed there was no scheme or game plan, like an instrument that was not in tune at all. Yeah, exactly. Like you, like, don't, you don't go to the concert showing up with your strings all flat. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Yeah. Um, all right, but let's jump into the Sunday games, right? Okay, so let's start with with our geographical area. Mm-hmm. Um, this was a weird game. So I actually really had to do my homework and just kind of recap and rewatch some of it because, right, I was the bullets were flying yesterday at one o'clock for me oh, yeah. Eastern time zone with the Packers playing. Uh, so they're up seventeen nothing, and honestly, in my head, I was just thinking, I guess, was kind of poking my head out just to see what was going on in their game, and. Kind of my head, I'm just thinking, well, okay, I guess I guess the Redskins really suck. Like, damn, like I I, I was wrong about that. Cause it's 17 nothing in the first quarter. Yeah. Uh yeah, and then poof, I mean storm you, back. You want yeah, you want to take this one? 27 unanswered points. Um, you know, for me, so I was looking at the the box score and obviously from watching the game, and the Redskins offense really didn't do anything super sexy, but they didn't make a they didn't make a ton of mistakes. They didn't do anything sexy, but it was just very you know, it was a it was a Ron Rivera called game on offense, I would say. But the big thing for me was the defense. Eight sacks. They had eight, eight sacks. Two interceptions. Uh Chase Young had one and a half on his own in his debut. Phenomenal. Dude, he's Th- their really front good. seven, their front seven is is scary. I mean, Eagles really scary. I, I understand the Eagles offensive line is banged up. I get it, but like you still had yeah, What's I think you left tackle. You still have the Eagles. I mean, Grant they didn't yeah. play well, but I'm just saying that that defensive front is. I mean, do yeah. we talked about this yeah. in the offseason? I'm not trying to be like, oh, so mm-hmm. did we not sit here and say like, oh, like Allen's good? They yeah, got, like, I mean, right, they got Chase Young now. They're pairing up with Kerrigan, and, Kerrigan, right? like, yeah. we, and, and Peter Schrager was right on that in Good Morning Football too. From the jump, I mean, mm-hmm. they got a lot of first round picks on that front line. Yeah, they do, and I think this is more of their front line being very strong 
instead of the Eagles offense being offensive line being bad. I think it's more on the defense giving them credit versus the Eagles offensive line not being healthy. And and I saw a stat and I'll pull it up for you that I, I saw was was a little it's kind of bizarre. Um and here's the thing, and, and this is me, I'm a big Carson Wentz guy, but I saw he has 19 fumbles in 17 games since the start of 2019. And that's, I mean, that's kind of, that's just like, I mean, that's kind of a disturbing stat. Yeah. He, here's what vexes me about Carson Wentz. I think he's a smart player. Like, I think he's just like, well, it's funny. Cause like, yes and no, yeah. I think he's, first of all, I think he's great. Like, I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's got a hell of an arm. I, I think it's just like little things like sometimes his timer is a half a second slow. Sometimes he doesn't like he doesn't slide well. Like it's mm-hmm. things where I'd almost be like, dude, why can't you just like watch some tape and correct that? Some of the decision making is like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But like it's like he does all like the hard things really good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like how can you not slide? He makes great throws. Like he makes great um, you know athletic throws and places the ball well. But just some decisions where he holds on to the ball too long or the way like you said with sliding, right. like, it's like Joe always says it. It's no that like why like why can't he just watch Russell Wilson slide and just like, do that you know in yeah. practice like in the off season. I mean it, it, to me they and isn't that in a weird sense kind of somehow that's like the Eagles and that's like they do all the good like they do things like really well. Mm-hmm. But then, like, how do you like how do you not like like how do you let that grip up? Yep. No, I, I completely game? agree. I completely agree. It's a shame. I mean, their biggest thing. I mean, Dallas Goddard balled out. He had eight catches for 101 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, you know that that was huge. Ertz had a decent game besides that one drop that he was wide open on that. I think it was fourth down in the fourth yeah. quarter. But um, the tight end play was there. It's just yeah, it's just one of those things. But I give more credit to the Redskins than I do the Eagles losing that one. I think the Redskins played great on defense. And, and dude, credit Ron Rivera. My God. And you saw he had uh, to get an IV at halftime. Like, this guy's a beast. Yeah, I have so much respect for him. Um, I think he's a phenomenal person and coach. Yeah, I do too. It's funny. So, it's that point. Let me pull up this clip for everyone. So, did you hear what he said in the halftime? Um, like, afterwards? No. Dude, they're, they're – I'm telling you, I'm not trying to be like, oh. Like, because A, it's one game, and B – I'm not trying to be like, but at the same point, I feel like, was I not sitting here seeing the lines? Well, we'll get to them in a second, but uh, I'm like, yes, sir, I'm looking at my phone saying, wow, there you go. Lions and Redskins rolling along. Like I thought yeah. they would mm-hmm. like, they're, they're like, I guess I'm not surprised that the Redskins are, are looking like a good football team. And I think, like I said, Ron Rivera is really changing that culture. Um, and, and I'll even pull up just what he said after the game. You can kind of hear, I mean, it, it just, especially after what that franchise has done and kind of been through, he uh, to me he just seems like the perfect antibiotic. I'll play the clip. I want to give this to the coordinators, guys, because you know I've had my struggles and they've been great. All of them, Jack. Yeah, yeah. I don't know who played that first quarter, dressed in burgundy. The guys that played second, third, fourth quarter. Woo! Knew what the was all about. Yes, hey, you guys, I'm telling you, you guys are the real deal. Okay, I didn't know. Nobody knew, but when I saw you guys turn your ass around and get it going in the second quarter, it made me realize just exactly how good you guys can be. Trust me, fellas, it's in here. It really is. You look at what we did as an offense, as a defense, as a special team against that team, the defending NFC East champ. That tells you you can play. Now don't get a big head because next week we got another task. That's it's right. a completely different football team. That's right. We'll be taking one at a time. Enjoy this because you guys earned the right to enjoy this one. I'll tell you that much right now. Okay, I'm going to tell you one thing too, guys. It's a humbling experience to win. It's a humbling experience to lose. Be humble. Be forthright. And again, whatever you do, be the Washington football team. Yeah. Yeah.
first, first Rams head coach. Yes, sir. All right, so I do have one question, though. I don't know if this, this answer the question is Dwayne Haskins. They're in a perfect spot in some ways because – all right, it, for, let, me just, let me just shut up. Is Dwayne Haskins a good quarterback? And do you learn anything in this journey to figure out that that answer? What, like, what did yesterday tell you in that? In that, well, all right, let's, you get what I'm saying. Yeah, he he had a very. Uh, <laughs> if you looking at looking at his stats, I mean, he only threw for 170 some yards. He was 17 for 31, uh, no interceptions, which was which was big because we which all know huge. last year yeah, he was that's... an interception machine. So we'll give him that credit. Yeah, yeah. he made some smarter decisions. Uh, he did have a fumble, but they recovered. Like they all they. Washington football team recovered it. So that was, yeah, that was all, all well and good. So overall, to me, it doesn't really tell me much more, but it shows me there could, could have been some discipline and some maturity from the um, ball security perspective. Yeah. All right. So that's actually perfect. So let me, all right, we'll do a quick thing. Where, where do the Eagles go from here? Right. They got the Rams coming in and then Washington or yeah, Washington goes out to, to Arizona. Mm-hmm. For a fun little game, not that we have to dive into the X's and O's, but just off the like top. What are, you, what are you thinking about in those matchups after just thoughts of yesterday? Well, depending on what happens tonight with the Giants, will determine if it's a, like a must win already for the Eagles, in my opinion. So yeah. tonight, you know, so I don't. You don't want to start zero two. Obviously, the Rams showed that they're actually might be better than what people thought, aka what I thought. So. Um, biggest thing for them is they're going to need to do whatever they can to stop Aaron Donald up front. Yeah. That's my yeah, biggest right. thing. It's funny. You're talking about ball security earlier. I love this. So let me let me ask you this. So I'm like looking at my notes here. It's like I'm jotting down the times too, so I can cut this up for everyone later. So all the, all the different fan bases can get their get their action. All right. So oh man, Colts Jags. Dude, I had uh, the, I had the Colts in both my survivor. I pulled out five minutes before kickoff on both of them. I just I knew it. I knew the Jags were gonna win that game. I just felt it. And I don't like sound like that. Like, oh I knew it, I knew it, I knew it. No, I just like it just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if they were going to win that game, the Colts are like minus nine and a half. If right. they're just going to kick their ass, not seven, not. And then when it dropped, it went from seven and a half to seven, like a half hour before the game. And I was like, Oh God. Like, yeah. Um. So. I mean, I would say my initial thought is right. You got to give Gardner Minshew credit for leading that drive, you know, with six minutes left to go. Uh, and it's a nice throw. You know what I mean? I mean, Grant is wide open, but still, I mean, like, yeah, it's just still like throw. making the read. Rockison got burned. Temple guy on that, but um, but yeah, I mean, I think you're starting to see. And Keenan Cole's not a bad receiver. Uh, you're starting to see like it's that any anything can happen on a Sunday, and it reminds us. I feel like why we don't know anything in July, uh, and and I think right, right. Let me, but not that I'm gonna sit there and be like the Jags, man. You, but I think I think what you take from this game is that they're a scrappy team. They're gonna fight like. Right, we talked about Doug Marone, and we were kind of giggling, saying he was going to be the first one to get fired, and how like he's trying to do this culture scrub, yada yada yada. And I, I mean, I'm not trying to say we didn't like believe it, right? But I, I think to that point, there, there's something about it. And you're saying, okay, yeah, but you're getting rid of Leonard Fournette, you're right, you're moving on from Jalen Ramsey and Gawkway, like Pro yeah. Bowlers, like half their Pro Bowl defense is gone from two and a half, what, two three years ago. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to buy when they just kept kind of like descending but at the same point that's a win that's a scrappy win for the fighting team i mean so i i give them credit for that yeah it's a big win over the colts the colts team who are holding I'm them still on that fourth and four like on the 30 yard line to end the game i, I mean they, they they hung in there so 
I actually think this is more about Jacksonville winning a game at home in a, in a scrappy conference and, and winning a good football game than it's that, oh, the Colts. Like, I thought we were wrong about them. Yeah. I don't know, but I, you've been, you were really high on the Colts. So what is your takeaway? I agree. I'm, I'm still I'm still high on the Colts. I'm not, you know, getting off of them just from one game. But, yeah, Minshew, I mean, 19 for 20 with three touchdowns. Um, you know, almost 200 yards passing. That's, that's an impressive – effective and accurate you know type of game there um i think their defense is what really showed up you know miles jack josh allen they made their presence felt um it's a huge win like you said this is more about the jags than it is the colts in my opinion so to do that to a team who has arguably one of the best offensive lines a great veteran quarterback strong defense shows a lot shows that they have fight and they're not going to just lay over to what the media is saying and i think if there's any takeaway though from the colts it's that Philip Rivers can turn the ball over a little bit still. Still. And that's a big turnover. That will, yeah, even with the offensive line. They're winning the game, Zach. They're winning the football game with nine minutes left. Yeah, it, it yeah. Yeah, it was frustrating to see. It's from, you know, a guy who had them and it's both the survival picks. Yeah, but uh Yeah, that's that's tough. Um lesson learned. Don't take the same team if you're in more than one survivor pool. So to that point, I didn't, but it cost me because I uh I lost. I lost. So let's I'll tell you, let's stick on that that survival suicide football uh pool trend uh with the Lions. Oh yeah, let's get to that game. Did you watch any of that? I did, and I I yeah, I did, and uh I'll I'll see what you have to say first about it. Um, so it's interesting. I like kind of actually rewatched it this afternoon before we jumped on the air, just cause I want to kind of get a grip on this one. Cause you know, you know how I feel. Uh, first of all, Anthony Miller is a really good player. I mean, right. So, so we got to start with that. He, the, the guy is a, is a stud. Uh, you got to give him credit where credit's due. Give the, give the Bears credit for coming back. They were down to what? 20 to six, I believe. Uh, yeah, I believe it was 20 to six starting the fourth quarter. It might've been 23 mm-hmm. to six, but it was definitely 20 to six. Yeah. Um, so I mean, right, and then you have the Lions throwing interceptions with, like, two minutes and five seconds left from a two-minute warning. Like, what are you doing? Yep. Why aren't you running the ball? Right. Like, dude, it's just yeah, stupid. Th- yeah, I, right. It's, it's funny because Bryson said the same thing. It always comes back to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're a good, talented team. If they had Ron Rivera, I think they win that game as their coach. Oh, 100%. Right? Completely That's agree. kind of like advice for him. I'd say, like, they would win the game if he was their coach. But you know what I mean, right? Like, yeah. It, so, there's that. Um, and then, right, I, one, you got a feel for the kid, DeAndre Swift, the rookie. I mean, right, so the Lions, to be fair, should have won the game again, uh, but he drops that ball. And then, you know, and I've been there. I, I I've been there. Was, yeah, I think that was just lack of awareness because there was no need for him to look after. So I'm playing, yeah, I'm playing this loop for everyone. Look, just watch what he does. I'll play a third time. Watch. So he just watch him. He takes his eyes off the ball at the end. He sort of looks in the end zone. Yeah, I mean, like you can see it right there. Um, I'm like spilling my words. Like, yeah, you, yeah. Cause it's like, eh, I had them in, like I said, I had them, you know, in my suicide pool, I had them on FanDuel minus two and a half. So yeah, I, I, I wasn't exactly thrilled that they didn't win. Yeah. Plus it, plus the bears are one of those teams. It's like, I, I'll tell you, let me not use the pack. Like, I won't clamp it down from a Packers fan perspective. Let's like open it up. Are like, did you, what are your takeaways from this game? And I'm almost hinting at the fact, can you also address in that statement of yours? What do you think of the bears now? Like has anything changed? My biggest takeaway is Mitch Trubisky, man. I mean, listen. I'm Seriously. Not, yeah, that's my biggest takeaway. Because think about it. Dude, go enjoy Good Morning Football. No, no, no. And my and I'm going to give Nagy credit for not bringing putting Foles in the second half after the first half that Trubisky had. So for me, that shows there's something. I'm not listen. I'm not a Bears fan by any means, or I'm trying to 
get on that bus. But, you know, this is this has been Trubisky's job and it's his job to lose. And a guy who's who has normally folded under the pressure, seeing him come out in the second half and leading that charge was impressive. I got it. That's my biggest takeaway. And, and who knows? Maybe maybe he brings that. Maybe that carries on knowing his past. I doubt it. But, you know, hopefully it does for his sake. Um, I mean, what it was, was a nice it? toss to Miller. Yeah. I mean, he I mean, played three touchdowns. He didn't turn the ball he, over. Like, I guess I'm, he's done this before. It's not like he's like the worst quarterback ever. Yeah. He's just not great. That's yeah. my, that's my thing. Yeah. No, I, I think obviously by leading them to win, he keeps the job, but I think if he doesn't lead them to a win, he loses his job because I think he's hanging on by a thread still, but really, yeah, I, I do. don't think he is. I, especially after that game, I think he's got, I think it's uh, unless they were like, when they go four games under 500, that's when it's not his job. If, if, if he's if he plays like he did in the first half of this game in, his, in week two, I think he's done. I think they'll put Foles in week three. Really? That's what I think. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I, yeah. Alexa, who do the Bears play week two? This might answer your question. The Bears will play the Giants at home on Sunday. Oh, that's right. That's right. Wait, why didn't I, you yeah, just I, – I, oh, I guess I, I kind of just uh, – yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I – for whatever reason, I thought it was the Vikings because we're playing the Lions. So I was like, I thought we were just going to square dance again with the NFC yeah. North partners. But yeah, can you can you win that game by the way? Well, against the Bears. That's when I looked at the when I looked at big, our schedule. That was an easy W for me. Big uh, big Giants fan next week. Just want you to know that. Dude, you uh, should come over for it. And you are tonight too with Saquon. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude, you should come over for the. That'd be actually funny. Well, we might have softball, but if we don't, yeah. um, dude, you should. That'd be fun. Oh yeah, root for the Giants. Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, all right, but anyway, let's get back to the game. So, can, can I can we shout out Adrian Peterson too? By the way, sure. If 14, you want to do it. Fourteen rushes for ninety three yards. Just got signed like what last week? Yeah, averaging over six yards a carry. That and for a crowded backfield, I would say he's got something left in those legs apparently, which I can't believe because all the hits he's taken. Yeah. Hey. All the miles. He, yeah. No, it's impressive. That's the point I was making just because of his age. He's 35, yeah. you know, so yeah. good for him. Yeah, it's, that's your Mojo Monday, right? Yeah, there's the there you go. Um, all right, so let's move. Speaking of, hold on, let's kill the Mojo here if you're a Browns fan. Oh, my God. Dude, all right, they suck. I'm sorry. Like, I'm putting my foot down. If you're a Browns fan right now and you're watching and you're upset with me for saying such a thing, I'm saying it because you're not, like, just – It's I'm a Sixers fan. You got, like, you got to face the music when you've got a talented roster but your team sucks. Like, that, 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 that's this. That's them. They're not good. Do yeah. you, uh, take take because like I, I just yeah. like I, it's more it's 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 the whole get up, Zach. It's the whole like seeing Baker Mayfield and these progressive commercial like right. I, it's all of it, and I get it right. But I'm just like they're not. They they've never been good. Oh, hold on, let me see if I have this stat. Um, damn it, I, I let me see. I, I found this stat, and why I did not pull this up for for everyone on Twitter? It was something like. How many uh, like week one losses the Browns have had like in the last twenty five years? It was like they're like twenty, like two and twenty. It was like ridiculous. It was oh like really gosh. bad. Um, yeah, I can't remember the exact stat, but it was it was horrible. Um, yeah, I don't know. It makes sense of this for me. They're horrible. Yeah, yeah, this is just the Browns are the Browns. You know, that's what the Browns have always been. Their whole existence essentially. <laughs> they're the Browns. It doesn't matter. It just seems like it doesn't even matter how talented you are. Because you look, I mean, their offensive line needs help, obviously. I saw Baker Mayfield scramble around and making worse decisions I've ever seen yesterday and, and taking sacks that he shouldn't be taking. You know what I mean? And Odell, where are you at? Jarvis, where are you at? Um, they're just non-existent. And like Kevin Stefanski for being this great offensive coordinator from the, the Vikings, like 
clearly that didn't transition over. I mean, I know it's only no, one. No. Yeah, that's fair. And let's the running game was on point. I mean, Chubb, um, Nick Chubb had 60 yards, Kareem Hunt 72 yards. So you, there's that. But I just want to take a look real quick. I might. I just want to see how first year coaches did this week. That's a loss. Yeah, I mean, um, Mike McCarthy lost. Rivera's a win. Rivera's a win. So one and two. Who's the other one? Oh man, why am I drawing a blank here? I think. Oh, Carolina lost. They're one and th- what's one and three? Okay, so and, and to be fair, all right. So they're, they're maybe give them a little pass. Then I was gonna say I didn't think they fared well. So yeah, but like here's my the- thing. Shouldn't you sure. be hype? Shouldn't you be like extra, like pumped up to go play the you know your division rival who was in the who you know your old team essentially <laughs> who was fourteen and two last year like yeah like should like, you yeah, be excited you, should, you can't get your ass kicked right out of the game unless you're thirty eight to good. six I mean the Ravens are a great team obviously but like you're the Browns who are who were supposed to go to the Super Bowl last year so it's like what you know no I I completely agree and I, I think um I'm fixing my camera there. I feel like I feel like I'm like I feel like boxing over here, like dipping and dodging for the camera frame today. Uh, that's what happens when you talk about the Browns. Look at me. I'm also like tossing pens around. Uh, that's okay. Look, I got the the all in the Packers one. So yeah, there you go. good times. All right, let me let me let me add this wrinkle in. The Ravens are good. Yeah, they're good. They're a good football team. And I think we lose sight of that because the way they lost to Tennessee last year, we're like, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and and sometimes it's not the sexiest ways. They ground and pound, Zach. Dobbins, Ingram, like they, they grounded out. Yeah. Hey, Dobbins had two touchdowns in his first NFL yeah. game. Yeah. Yeah. They, and they used the tight end, Mark Andrews. Right? Like they, oh, he had two touchdowns. Yeah. yeah. Like they, they're, they're, they do it. They do it the way you're supposed to do it in January, which is so vexing why they always go to the playoffs. They don't win. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Lamar was 20 for 25 with for 275 yards, three TDs. Very, very efficient. That's just, that's deadly. That's what you need. Yeah. Like I said, it's not, there's nothing super sexy about it, but they get it done. No, you're, no, you're right. Now, let me ask you this. Is Baker Mayfield not good? He's not good. No. He's not good, right? Like, can we, like, maybe start talking about that? Because I'm actually tired of people being like, well, I got Baker. I'm like, what? Ha-? Like, the, like, and that's what I'm going back to. It's, it's you know, I love the phrase, you're a product, your environment. Because there, there's, I swear, there's no, no truer phrase. Yep. And, and, and then look at it from this perspective, right? If they're winless, and he comes in and gives them, like, their first win in two seasons. And everyone's like, oh, thank God. And then when they go seven and nine maybe because yeah. like almost no one took them seriously now everyone takes them seriously they're not good no they're not good and no, they're, not. Right, their line sucks and that's in there let me add to that though because you're right and yeah that's a great point and i think that thing you have to add to that is it's so imp- like right every fan like every draft right especially because we're all fantasy football players every draft right in april we sit there and we're like i i don't know why they took all those linemen i don't know why they took all these defensive ends i don't like right like you got to win in the trenches. The Browns are the type of team that are like, oh, we got OBJ. We got Jarvis Landry. And like, they're like us where we're like, oh, well, they're going to win because they have all these gadgets and fun stuff. But if you can't protect your quarterback and, and he's not progressing on it, right? Like he's not the type of guy where it's like, you know, I mean, first of all, every quarterback needs a good offensive line, but like there's some that can maybe improvise a little bit more and get away with it. Like Russell Wilson. Yeah. Right. He's not that. No, he's not that. He's not. And he's far, Zach. He's far from it. Yeah. 
really far. He gets flustered under pressure still. And oh yeah. His weapons, he looks like a rookie still. Yeah, and his weapons don't know how to get open when they when they're in that situation. They don't so. they don't like they, yeah, they don't they don't jive together yeah. at all. It's 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 ugly on the eyes to yeah. watching them play. Yeah, it's a simple simple things of if if you're a receiver and you're running around and you see your quarterback's getting pressured, you gotta run back towards the ball. Obviously, like that's a plain yeah. simple JV football, everyone knows that. There's no like there's not a lot of football IQ, it seems like out there with that team. No, and I think there, there's no leader. Like there's no single no. like leader there. Like people think Baker but clearly not so who's the leader and o- odell's not that type of guy you know he's a he's a role he's a player but he's not a leader type player in my no opinion. no no not at all um yeah it, uh, it's bad well, so it doesn't so it doesn't get any better let's move to the next one so it's staying in the in the old state of ohio moving south uh to the fine town of cincinnati yeah <laughs> all right you know it's funny i left the audio on for these highlights i'm gonna play this for everyone real quick Dude, the ending of this? Did you oh, see the ending of this? I did. Oh, I watched the end. I watched Woo! most of this game. Yeah. Good God. Here, first of all, I'm not even trying to be funny. This is why I think Kevin Harlan's the greatest broadcaster right now we have in sports because he actually made the Chargers and Bengals interesting. Yeah. And his call, the oh, oh here, I'll just play because obviously I'm I'm doing I'm I'm just butchering it here. Everyone take a listen. Tie it. string or a muscle and there is complete elation to tie it oh good god oh my god it's so great i I, did he's the best he's seriously the best broadcaster i love him yeah he's a legend uh but yeah all right but all right let's get to the game here for a second so i mean you can talk about randy bullock missing yeah i i'll tell you what this is and this is another one of my my takeaways, Karen. Yeah, but make this and you're you're an interesting guy. Make this an interest like make this segment interesting. I honestly don't really know what to say about this game. I was like, I didn't really enjoy watching it. Like I think just, listening to Kevin Harlan. I, I think Joe Burrow is for real. I think Joe Burrow is for real. I mean his number his numbers might not say it, but to have to have that that poise to drive down the field. They were they were down near the goal line and they had a stupid uh pass interference on AJ Green that pushed them back to make them kick this field goal. So I I'm like chewing my pen here. I think I, I think he I don't know if I believe in Zach Taylor just yet, but I think with the weapons that he has at his disposal and his poise and his leadership, I think he's for real, Karen. So I think they're gonna beat the Browns on Thursday. Absolutely. I oh 100%. my all right yeah so I think they beat the Browns but I that's as far as I want to go. I don't okay. know like because that's also a little bit of like you're dipping in the anti-baker juice in that in that in that concoction, that cocktail. So it's I I think I think they do win. Yeah, they and their defense. And, and all right, hold on. Yeah. Let me just to I'm not saying he's good. I mean, right, people said about Baker. Right. People said about Baker. So all right. Um I'm just I just want to see another game. Like that's kind of where I'm at with him, right? Like I just I'm intrigued. He's got my attention. It's yeah. like, right. It's like, first I was curious. Now that I just got my attention. So like, I, I mean, like okay. that's the way I, I, I'm interested to see where this goes with him. And I'm really, I, this sounds so funny. I'm like, it's, I love how they always do this every year. You ever notice that the NFL always schedule? It's like box Jags week two on Thursday night football, yeah. Titans Browns. It's like, Oh yeah. Like all those games. Yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, that. yeah. It's, it's never, it's never good. Uh, but I'm interested in this one. Yeah, me too. I, I'm telling you, I, I the way that his poise in the pocket, his decision-making, I know he threw an interception. I get it. He didn't throw a touchdown pass. He had a rushing touchdown. But the fact that he led them in the – and listen, the Chargers defense is not is not an easy defense. I mean, Ingram and Bosa were in his face, and Tillery were in his face 
the majority of the day. And he marched them down the field. Like I said, there was a pass interference call. Yeah, I mean, he should be the field. If they get that field goal, I think they win the game. And that, yeah, right. And that's a field goal that I'd say 9.9 out of 10 times is made. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's just mis- that's just bad luck. And I was watching. I was like, oh my god! Like, dude, he hooked that. And can we talk about how like I hate? I'm sorry. I'm gonna go there too. Him acting like his like leg fell off. You can't really like you can't keep walking and be like ah my hamstring right like it's usually when it's like you're just you're laying there like I, I can't move it like I yeah. can't really move it like someone help me well it's like a soccer player you know saying that they yeah, tore the I, ACL I, I, I don't they, know I didn't yeah. like it and he yeah. won't kick next week I guarantee it because they'll they'll have to like pretend like he's hurt but of course it's here's uh, the deal that's a sour taste in their mouth and I think they're gonna come out Thursday night with a lot of. Uh, a lot of aggression, put, put you that way. That defense was flying around yesterday. Almost took Mike Williams' head off five times. So yeah. I'm excited to see what we're going to see Thursday and night. And it's, it's funny because I was just thinking, I'm like, that'll be fun, like, in what, like, six, seven, eight, nine, ten days? No, it's two days away. I know, dude. I know. How great is that? Dude, I mean, like, really, like, how – like, I was just sitting here just, like, looking at the show. Like, this is honestly, feel, like, felt like one of the easiest shows we've ever done. And probably, like, one of the more fun ones. Yeah. It's just like, what – what is there, is there anything more fun than talking football? No. No, I mean, well, if your team loses, then there's nothing of fun course. about it. But, yeah, yeah exactly. But, hey, and given the Chargers <laughs> Your credit, season's starting, we won. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, there's nothing. You know, the vibes are doo-doo. Yeah, yeah. and, hey, give, give the Chargers credit. This wasn't, a you know, an extremely attractive game. It was 16-13, to 13, but, I mean, Austin Eckler showed out. He had 80-some 80, 80 yards rushing. Hunter Henry had 70, 73 yards receiving. You know, they still played very well. Their defense was great, so give them credit, too. But, yeah, yeah the field goal definitely overshadows all that. Definitely. And oh, we love the always number one family saying chat. Yeah, it's been a fun one. Uh, and it's fun doing a little afternoon show. It feels a little weird doing it on a Monday. Uh, but, you know, that's what, and we'll bring, and we'll replay this too. So anyone watching uh, tonight or listening later on, they, they might be wondering why we're not contributing as much. Into, so, first of all, if the chat wants to rock and roll now, we want to hear from them. But if later on, if you're rewatching this, we replay it. That's why we're not talking about because we can't see it because you're in the future. So, uh, yeah, all right. right. And, to that point, and Zach will probably be like somewhere between three or four Goose Islands in watching the G, getting ready for the G Man. I, I got back, four. I got four. Back in the bridge, New York. So, so what do yeah, you have? we'll be in there. What, what did you have? Goose Island, the four, That's, four twelve. The uh, the. Is week. that what you have? Oh yeah, they're in the or three twelve. They're in the they're in the uh, nice bridge right now. Cool, getting cool, getting cooler, you know. So. Oh, I love it. Yeah, cheers yeah. to the future. Um, right. Especially if you're a Lions fan. <laughs> Oh. That game, good God! All right, about to. Speaking of, of of the future, I would have loved to jump to the time machine and, and go back and fix uh, that article I wrote. I'll even pull it up again because I'm an idiot apparently, and I'm like, oh, the Cardinals suck. Uh, like you know, yeah, not good, not good, not good, not good. <laughs> They're good. Look at DeAndre Hopkins; he balled out today, yesterday. I should say. I don't know why yeah. I'm saying today. I'm, I'm I'm so confused by them winning this football game. <laughs> I am. I really am. I, I I don't really know how to put my my, my finger on it. Um, yeah, it's fine. I'm looking at the chat. If I was an Eagles fan, I wouldn't be in the chat. I know it's the truth. If, uh, these I was just actually thinking about prepping how hard it's going to be doing a show on Monday when when Packers lose. But nevertheless, all right. But looking at this Cardinals game, I mean, I, you know. Let me just – I'll shut up again. I feel like I'm saying that all show. I need to take my medicine and be like, I was wrong, dude. Right, like I said, the Cardinals were going to go six and ten, and they might, they might not. Okay. I mean, the Lions yeah. were two and one, or what, what, two one and one at some point last year. They went three or two or three twelve and one, so it can happen. But nevertheless, they look good. They look crisp. They look like a well coached team. And I didn't think Cliff Kingsbury is a good coach. I, I still don't, but but I could be, I'm probably wrong. 
So go ahead, take it away. No, yeah. I mean, it was uh, both sides of the ball was great on both sides of the ball, I would say. And Kyler Murray just looked looked sharp. He was he was dancing around, scrambling, being very smart with the ball. Uh, he was actually robbed because he did have 100 rushing yards, and then he had two shotgun kneels, which I know for fantasy you were probably really happy seeing that, Karen, for minus 0.5, <laughs> minus five yards each time. Okay. But so he had 91. Don't, don't bring me back this. Well, well, how much are they subtracting now these days? <laughs> yeah, right. So he had 91 rushing yards, which was, really, which was really 100, and he had a rushing touchdown, um, 230 passing yards. But the big story, like you said, DeAndre Hopkins, 14 catches. I think he was targeted like 16 or 17 times, mm-hmm. over 150 yards, no touchdown. But still, it's it's pretty obvious that he's going to be the main focal point of that offense. And so again, uh, there's their money's worth too. Yeah, they really are. I mean. I'm my, I'm still on the Cardinals train, man. I'm high. I'm extremely. Well, yeah, there's high no time to get. This him. would not be the time to get off it when he at no. San Francisco. No. Um, no, no I mean, I was. That's, impr- that's my thing. I, like, because yeah. I, I I was thinking about it this morning. Like, they might, they still might not. I was thinking. I think I was saying this to Joe G this morning. Like, I, you know, I, I like, I might have been wrong about them. He's like, yeah, they could still lose yeah. like some more games. But I was like, yeah, but like, that was one of the hardest ones on their schedule. So yeah. let me. All right, let's spin it back for a second, right? Okay, let me like. Let's add that. Let's add. Let's add the 49ers, the opponent, into the mix here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just gonna throw a couple ingredients on the table. You tell me which ones you want to pick up and put into the Dutch oven before you, you know, salt down your your roast. Yeah. Uh, so, Super Bowl hangover. Uh, not as creative on offense. Jimmy G's not that good. Lack of weapons. Any of the above. All of the above, etc. Like, what are you thinking? But then take this team. Yeah. I, I- the defense showed up. The defense was in Kyler's face, making it uncomfortable most of the game. I think it's Jimmy G. I really do. Because if you look at some of the throws he made when they needed him the most, they weren't there. They were awful. Like the fourth down, he threw the ball behind the receiver. It was an easy deflection. Uh, the play where he should have had a touchdown, he underthrew him. And it was in Patrick Peterson, I think it was, hit the back of his helmet. It's like, you got to make those throws. He's not good, games. dude. I'm telling you. Yeah, I'm, I'm with, I, I think all you needed to see was the Super Bowl. Yeah, He's, yeah. And I was high on him like two years ago when he first came there. Obviously, so was I. Five games, and I was like, so was I. But then it's like ever since he tore his knee, from then on, he's really been pedestrian. It's weird. It's like the team has gotten better than I thought they would, but he hasn't been as good as I thought he would have been. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it makes total sense because their defense is still probably the best. Scary. Yeah, they're really good. Yeah, but that can erode if you can't score because they're just going to get tired by being out there ten percent more game, fifteen percent more game each game. Oh, exactly. Especially when you're against, uh, you know, a running quarterback like Kyler that that's running the clock and, and you're chasing. I truly believe time possession is one of the most underrated stats in all sports. But I think I really think if you if you look and see who wins the time possession, they're normally going to win the football game. Completely agree. Completely agree. Um, all right. I'll tell you, look, look at this. So we'll see how that plays out. That'd be, I'm, I'm very excited about like, dude, I'm, I don't know if it's just I'm so happy football's back. It's interesting this year. It's like. Since teams might be good, like there's so many question marks, and and yesterday, like the plot, it's like I always look at it like Game of Thrones, how it's you know it, you you wait all this time, it feels like a year or two to, to to get what you want, and like the season this year, and then like this was like the the the, the season opening, right? It's like and it's just like oh my god, did you see like the Eagles' offensive line character got killed off at the end of that episode, like holy, <laughs> I did not see that. Like there's so many twists and turns, and like. And we're just at the entry point. 
Yeah. I think about how all the time last year when like, it was like week 12, week 14, I was like, oh, remember week one, I thought it meant something. Like, it doesn't mean anything, but it does. It, it means everything because you got to, it's the base floor for how you're going to build up on your season. Yeah. And an extra wrinkle to add to that is we didn't have any preseason. So it's like so many different things are now sticking out and showing their head. And it's like, wow, we didn't think this, but look at them or look yeah. at this player, you know? Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more. And I thought like there was less penalties yesterday too. Yeah. Um, all right, but so let's, let's, let's run through these a little bit. So let's get to some of the games I feel like it's funny because, you know, I'm actually, I, I really did not, that's why I was just like looking at my notes, like which game we had next on the docket, like with the with the highlights and stuff. And I really didn't mean to say this. I was like, it's week one. You can't take anything away from this. Like, like you know, and, and I, I stand by that. I heard Troy Aikman say, I wouldn't be shocked that this is the NFC Championship game down the road. I heard Bucks that Saints. too. Yeah, dude. I really, first of all, I was just like, can you not? Like, there's other good teams out there. Troy. Sorry, I just, I, I'm such a deal with the Packers. But no, you're right. I, I yeah, I just kind of like laugh because I'm like, I, I'll bet like a paycheck that it's not them. It's probably not. You know, I mean, Macho will be. But, but you know what I mean? It's, First of all, that game also wasn't good enough to make a comment like that. It was not a good game. You know what I mean? It was awful. That was not a good game. It wasn't a good game. Drew Drew Brees threw for like 160 yards. There was nothing on offense. On on honestly, both sides of the ball, there was nothing to write home about on offense, really. It was like if you took a Sprite and one was flat, and then you took another Sprite and dumped water in it. It's like, which one tastes better? It's like the flat one, I guess. I don't know. Like, Yeah. So, all right, let's break it down. So, the final score was 34-23. And... Which is interesting because, like, it, it would suggest it was a fun offensive game to watch, and and yeah, it wasn't. No, I, 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 I mean, it's it's. I guess I'll start first, right? Like, the Saints did their normal thing with their trick plays, and Taysom Hill did like that goofy whatever thing where he either runs or catches a pass, and Alvin, and then to be fair, I thought Alvin Kamara looked a little bit more like himself than he did, you know, in the in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that, but I also think that, like, it's just they do the same old stuff. You know what I mean? It's nothing. It's nothing super different than before. Um, Jared Cook's involved, like right, like yep. it's 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 the same old. Like I just feel like it's the it's they hit home runs. They're a home run hitting team. It's like wow, shocker. They they, they go, they, but like I don't know. I, I just don't. Yeah, I don't well, get we, like I don't get enough off of that game to be like, oh yeah, oh yeah. You know what I mean? Now, and here's a little interesting factoid for you. I'm pretty sure that both Mike Evans and Michael Thomas combined for like no more than 30 receiving yards yesterday. I know Mike Mike Evans only had one catch for two yards. It was that one touchdown. Oh my God. Yeah. And, and uh, Michael Thomas was like two for, I think two or two for 20 or two for 30. Something like that. Let me spin this on you for the crowd. That's like, Oh, well, Zach, all they need. You get the runs under them and they'll figure it out. Like, you know, it's weak. Like, right. Like, is there, yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know. Cause honestly, like, did you see the, the pick six Janora Shankins had on Brady, by the way? I was that was an about awful. You. That I was, was an awful. Yeah. I was thinking about myself too. Like, the whole time <laughs> Jenkins, but, uh, you know, um, I will say this after he threw that pick six, the next drive, they marched right down the field and they scored a touchdown. So he redeemed himself, but it's the point you, you don't make that throw regardless. Like, it doesn't matter in my opinion. No, no, it's horrible. Situation. Um, nothing. Yeah. There was just nothing really impressive at all this game. And I, yeah. Okay. The bucks, they, you know, maybe they can learn from this. They have Brady, you know, they're against the saints. I get it, but I'm still on the bus that says the Bucks aren't that good. So yeah, I'm with you on that. It'll be interesting too. So I'll I'll spin the other game too. That I felt like everyone was like, "Oh man, this is like Cowboys Rams." Yeah, 
Right, it had like the it, it had the 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 gloss on it to be a fun matchup. Once again, not so. And I was texting you about this last night. I was like, you know, everyone's gonna be talking about this one. Yo, did you watch it? Mm. It wasn't like that good of a game. I honestly fell asleep in the second half. That's how enticed I was the whole time. I don't so, blame you. I don't yeah, blame you. I will say this though: you picking up Malcolm Brown might have been a very smart decision for fantasy. So, well, you can you can thank your boy uh, Clyde edwards alaire for that because I was so discouraged by Daryl Williams. I was like out and i was like, all right malcolm brown let's do it so we'll see yeah of course yeah, he's looking real good on my bench right now uh all right but but nevertheless uh let's talk about the pass interference right i'll pull it up it's funny it's like in like, like low quality yeah i'll put on a loop for everyone you can kind of see gal push off there a little bit jalen ramsey kind of does like the the, the you know, a little bit. yeah 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 i i don't know i mean i want to see one more time actually See, I would almost argue he had him by a step, and he didn't even really need to put it. Like that's why yeah, that's his arm was say. extending. He, no, but but you could see like his arm extend, and it actually affected Ramsey. And I think then Ramsey threw his hands up to make it. Yeah, look it's worse so hard because then he does this thing, and I'm thinking yeah. I, yeah. it's a little embellishing on his end. I feel like I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I think he sold it, but I do think that it, I think that it, there was a clear separation, in my opinion. That's why and I don't give Ramsey credit. I'm sure he knows the rule too. That like, right, if a guy extends his arm, so that's probably why he did it. That's probably He's, why he did it, right? So he to make I mean, sure they saw something. So, but but if you do that, like, let me let me spin this at you. Everyone, it's like, oh, that's smart if you did that. It's like, yeah, but what happens if they don't call it? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, you can't tell me that's a smart. Like that's smart if you're yeah. trying to do that. Well, of course, because of the time of the game, where it was, what happened. Of course, that regardless if it goes one way or the other, it's going to be a, and, a headline. And also, so we we can sit here for like an hour talking about this, like pass interference stuff. I think the best way to put it though is, either way, it doesn't always come down to that one play. You have to make other plays to that point. Right. The Cowboys' offense was stagnant as hell. Yeah, exactly. You're you hit it right on the head there. That's exactly what it is. You know, if that one play is what costs you the game, then you deserve to win. We talk about this all the time with the Saints to pass interference call. So they couldn't stop the run, right? Like especially in the beginning. Like I thought like the Rams controlled that game. Yeah. No, they absolutely know. did. They absolutely did. There was nothing. Nothing really stuck out on the stat sheet for me in that one besides Malcolm Brown. And that's why, and speaking of nothing really stuck out to me, that Bills-Jets game, nothing stuck I mean, whew, talking about a game I barely watched. Like, I won't even lie. Like, I just try to catch up on some red zone action, yeah. you know, watching it. Uh, I think the Jets are a bottom five team. That's my takeaway. Yeah. What's up with this whole Le'Veon Bell thing? You know, obviously, you've hurt his hamstring, and, you know, I, I don't know. I'm, it's funny. I know something's going on. I'm so not interested in even checking out, like, what people are talking about with it because it doesn't matter because they suck, and Adam Gase is going to get fired after this year. Yeah, he's done. I mean, he's oh, yeah. done. And oh, Sam yeah. Darnold is – I've never been b- b- sold in, bought in on Sam Darnold anyway, so he's, he's – So you think he's no good too? I don't think he's that good, no. But I also don't think he has the right pieces around him to make him good. And, you know, it's funny because I felt like this is like that typical game, right, where the Bills don't do a whole lot of sexy stuff, but they just have to make like two or three plays. And it's just like, boom, 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 boom. And they yeah. win. Like, I, mean, they, like, hey, I mean, you saw them, you know, you play yeah. at home. Yeah. I mean, they get it done most of the time. I mean. They, oh, they get that. That's what they remind. This just reminds me of like a, let me rephrase mm-hmm. it. It reminds me of a win from them last year. Just mm-hmm. like a kind of like an awkward, like, you know, 27-17 score. They win the game. It's not like super crazy. Like Diggs didn't completely go off for you on fantasy, right? Like, I mean. Yeah. No, I, no. I mean, the big takeaway for me was Josh Allen threw over threw over three hundred yards, ran for over fifty, had a touchdown and two touching passes. So he had a he had a good game. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, they're 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 a lot like the city of Buffalo, blue collar, right? They they get yeah. in there, they get they get it done, they ground, they pound it out, 
and they win, and then they, and they're not flashy about it. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. There's, there's not a ton to say. All right, but also let's stick in the AFC East here for a second. Uh, Pat's Dolphins. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I, it's funny. So to that point, I'll just kind of double down. It's funny. I'm not just trying to like add the same. I want to like almost like copy and paste my thoughts on the Bills game for this. It's like, it's just Patriot football. They just find a way to run the football, make enough plays to win the game and, and do all the smart things. Right. I mean, like, yeah, and they got Sonny Michelle involved. He scored. And, and I think kind of right the takeaway everyone wants to talk about, like Cam Newton. But I, I just kind of felt like nothing – like when I say nothing changed, that's not like everyone's like, what do you mean nothing changed? It's the dynamic completely is different. I know that. My point, I guess, is like they're the, – like the, the seams in their offense, this tailoring of their team has not changed, right? They win games. They control with defense. Like it's smart football, well-coached football. Edelman hasn't skipped a beat, right? Like they look good to me. Yeah, no, they, they really did. It, it was clean. Like you said, it's just a Patriot, the Patriot way type of football game. You know, Cam Newton only threw the ball 19 times. Exactly. Um, but they used a lot. He ran for fit. He ran 15 times though. So, you know, I think Josh McDaniels is having fun with this new tool and weapon they have in a motivated Cam Newton for sure. Oh, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think, and, and you're seeing, honestly, I'll give them a lot of credit too. Cause they, like I said, they look sharp. With him now, Grant, that game was 14 11. Mm-hmm. Go, you know, I mean, in the second half. So the Dolphins are, I don't think the Dolphins are a bad team. I don't sit there and be like, oh, well, I mean, but I, I think I, right, I'm like looking, yeah, I think maybe need a little more pop. Like, I think Tua comes in before week five. Yeah, I mean, all in up, I mean, the Dolphins are one of my teams that I picked to be really good this year as one of my, you know, under the radar teams. Uh, it's definitely, it's Tua time right now. Put him in. He needs to be in right now because. Fitzpatrick throwing three interceptions week one is not what you Is that how many he had? Three interceptions. Whew. Yeah. Who do they play next? Alexa, who do the Dolphins play week two? This might answer your question. The Dolphins will play the Bills at home on Sunday, September. Yeah. So that's uh, interesting. That's a fun game. I'm so excited. Like, I am so excited to watch these games already. I know every game is a must win, and that's cliche, but, like, the Dolphins need to win that game. You can't, you know, yeah. that's an yeah, early lose season. You need to win. I, my, my motto is if you want to make the playoffs, you do not lose divisional games at home. You can't yep. do it. Exactly. You can't right. do it. Good teams don't do it. Yep. That's why I'm terrified about that Lions game. But um, all right. But I'll tell you, let's, let's look at uh, an old AFC, NFC as we got a couple more games here. Raiders, Panthers, right? Another one of those games. It was a good game. Back and forth. Robbie Anderson looked good for the Panthers, right? They, they Their offense looked like they had popped. Teddy looked like he was pretty like, – Teddy kind of looked, great. He looked kind of like Cam, kind of like that Cam kind of stat line that you just referred to with with, with the Patriots, right? Like um, McCaffrey looked like he had his mojo. Uh, I mean, really the takeaway I had was, right, they, they go for it on fourth and inches to um, keep the game going. They don't give it to McCaffrey. They run a fullback dive. Yeah, that was ridiculous. Horrible. Well, are, you, so you hated it, huh? Horrible. Like, I understand the mindset of, oh, well, everyone thinks it's going to go to McCaffrey, so let's give it to the fullback. Well, the fullback, no offense, I forget his name, no offense. He doesn't have the pop that Christian McCaffrey has. So I would rather give it to McCaffrey. It's the same situation of with the Seahawks in the Super Bowl, not giving it to Marshawn Lynch at the goal line. So that's really how I, that's how that's how I view that. I think that was a horrible play call. If they get it, I don't think anyone talks about it. like, well, why didn't they give it to McCaffrey on that one? So I try to look at it from the opposite perspective, right? Like, yeah, you know, like is there anyone saying, Well, you know, I know they won, and that's great. But like they can't keep doing that. They won't get away with that. Like, right, like that's not one of those things that you take away and you can like give yourself like a deep down scrub if you win the yeah. game. So like, right, like well, that's kind of why I'm here. You go. Let me put it in. You'll you'll appreciate this. I'm ready. That that coaching decision was a Brett Brown decision for the Sixers, but I like Panthers. That. That I was like a Brett that. Overthinking it. 
That was a Bre- yeah, that yeah. was a Bre- Brett Brown play call in my opinion. You're not wrong. Yeah, and we need to talk about the Raiders, dude. I mean, Brent or um, Brandon Jacobs, Josh Jacobs at three dude, rushing touchdowns. Their offensive line <clears throat> is phenomenal. I mean, Derek Carr had a, had a decent game. He was 22 for 30, 239 yards, one touchdown, clean game. And um, Henry Henry Russell was good. He got banged up early, and then yeah. he, you know, then he uh, he came back thankfully for my fantasy sake. But uh, and and like I said, Josh, I, I think you got with Jacobs too. That, that that team's gonna like ride or die off of how like what he does, and he's yeah. really good. Completely he's a horse. But completely agree. And to the point, I'm not trying to be too hard on the Panthers, but the Panthers showed promise and the Raiders out, just outshone them a little bit, I think, from a from coaching perspective. Yeah, that's all. Panthers are going to be fine. Now, I'll tell you, sticking with with teams that rely on the run game, right? Seattle, kind of one of those typical just Seattle victories, 38-25. First of all, I've never, ever seen a team that was on one side of the coast go to the other side of the coast and just look so good. They never lose. They literally never lose when they go out east, I feel like. Yeah. And can we talk about, I mean, Russell Wilson, 31 for 35. Like, just precision. Precision. Four touchdowns, Karen. But I feel like half of them are like screen passes. And that's what's so funny. Like, you got to give the line a lot of credit. Like, I feel like that's just as much their stat than his. Because either way you look at it, if there are screens, one, kudos to him. Or for them, I should say, for for establishing it. And two, he's got to have time and he's completing all those passes. Receivers got to get open. Like, right? Like, they kind of kicked their ass too. Like, I mean, I, I think the score was like, I think it was a little bit further away than, than it indicates. Yeah, you know, being a, scored late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. It, it was it was not a good game. It wasn't a close game. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, is this more about Seattle? Like, oh man, Seattle, man, they're, they're one of the top teams in the conference, or is it more like Atlanta? Like, mm. I think it's more about Seattle, to be honest. Because, really? Because if you look at it, I mean, Matt Ryan threw for 450 yards, and he had three receivers go over 100 yards that game. So, like, their offense. I'd say is fine for the most part. I just think the Seahawks are just that much better. Yeah. Yeah. It's I'm torn. Uh, we'll see. Actually, I want to see who they, Oh, they play the Patriots next week on Sunday night football. At oh, home there you go. In Seattle. That'll be a lot of fun. That'll be a good game. That'd be a great game. That'd be a really yeah. fun one. Good. good I, I think game. that's going to be a low scoring game in my opinion. Oh yeah. Definitely. Because both teams with running and everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll tell you, no, it wasn't a low scoring game. Whew. Yeah. That was a shootout baby. Uh, up in Minnesota. Oh yeah. 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 I don't want to like, put my hands in my face. Like I'm like upset. No, I'm, like, I'm happy. Thing. I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to like calm down. Cause like, you know how I feel, you know how excited I am, but like at the same point, I also owe it to, to everyone on the show. That's not a Packers fan, right? Like I'm going to keep it together. So, um, I guess I should go first, right. With the takeaway. I feel like, right. It's like, Oh, yeah, I mean, you watch every away. single snap of the game or I heard you screaming from Glenmore, Karen, but okay. So, um, I think that the Packers have a little bit of it. Like, I think this no fans in the stands works to their advantage. Aaron Rodgers got uh, the Vikings to jump three times yesterday. That's never going to happen in Minnesota. Uh, and it helped them get a lot of drives. I, I thought the other thing is their offense looked really good. Um, they, uh, they, you know, scored seven to 10 drives. One was a kneel drop or kneel down at the end of the game. So that didn't count really. So it's really seven to nine. And the other two, Devontae Adams dropped the ball in the end zone. And then the other one was Marquez dropped the ball. That would have been an easy first down. So yeah. um, they look good. Their offense looks sharp. It, it, if you're a Packers fan, I think you're, you're excited because what you thought Matt looked like, what the ceiling is, like what you think, like, oh, if their offense can really pop. I mean, Lazard had, like, I mean, if you look at their fantasy numbers, Adams and Rodgers obviously had a day. Lazard and, and, and MVS had a great day too. I mean, and I'm not looking at this just as a fantasy round, but it's like, it just kind of paints a picture how 
many guys got involved yesterday, I think, for them. And 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 Minnesota scored too. I mean, right, Thielen did his thing. Um, I think both these teams are gonna benefit a little bit more from like less crowd. I think I think the Vikings are, are gonna make some noise, and I still think they're a 10 and 6 football team, possibly after watching it, but um it just kind of reminded me a little bit of the same of like last year, right? Where I think the Packers are a little bit better than them. Uh, I think they're the best team in the NFC North if, if they can stay healthy, although they took some shots to their line. Uh, I, I, it's kind of where I'm at with it. Yeah, I, and I'm, I'm right Not there to with too you. Too much of it in one game. No, no, I'm right there with you. I think this just solidifies what we all thought about their offense, and I think it solidifies that Aaron Rodgers is going to be a man possessed this year and going to show and really going to you know stick it to the front office who drafted Jordan Love. So. Oh yeah, dude! Look at that, that that touchdown pass to Adams was it was surgical. Yeah, a little two drag swag. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and a little alternative view where you can really see it from the back of the end zone is pretty cool too. And it's funny you said that because I want to pull up this tweet. Andy Her- Herman's a man. I love. Uh, he's a great reporter for for the Packers. I love following. He uh, and a little sarcasm, right? But Green Bay needs a weapon. So I'll pull up this stat, and you can see it. So Marquez Valdez Scantling had four catches for ninety six yards and, and a touchdown. Uh, Alan Lazard had four catches, 63 yards and a touchdown. So then they pull together all the people like, oh, but they should have took a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Jefferson, two catches for 26 yards. Ruggs, three catches for 55 yards. Uh, Jalen Rager had one catch for 55. That was a nice catch in that, in that uh, Eagles game. Edwards, one for nine. Right. Like, and, and, and I'll even put in some guys like free agents like Perriman. Right. Like, like that was what guy I was even looking at a little bit. One, uh, you know, three for 17, Van Jefferson, the rookie for the right. right like, I mean, I can go on and on. Like, my point, look, Emmanuel Sanders, three for 15 and, and a touchdown, but still Austin Hooper, two for 15. It, they, they died on that hill. It sounds like, and I, I like it. Yeah. Well, we all knew that. I mean, we, we knew that they had depth at wide receiver to begin with. So, you know, it just shows they know their team and they're going to ride it out with their team. They yeah. don't need to do any, anything crazy in free agency. All right. But to that point, let's. Let's talk. It's time. We're wrapping up the show here. How hyped are you? How hyped oh. are you? Oh, we're we're ready, man. What are like you about said. three and a half hours? A little bit under three and a half hours till kickoff? Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna be going to that TV. Dun, so dun. I think my cell phone's gonna be stashed away for that whole game because it's gonna be just laser focused. I'm nervous. So I actually saw a stat. It's a betting stat I saw. I'm gonna pull this up for people I, I thought was interesting though. So it said Saquon, if you took the over and all of this, like basically his prop bets for like rushing and receiving over the last two years, um, you'd have like the percentage of it missing would be just south of 30%. Wow. Like you'd be neg- like, like you'd net minus 30, if that makes sense, like 30% of what you put down. Um, oh, oh, so he's, so you're saying, and if you had taken the under, under you'd be, uh, you'd be plus 13%, or or 12.5%. Oh, okay. So yeah. it basically is indicating that, that more, more often than not, you're not going to hit those bets, but. Uh, I think his rushing yards hit tonight, 72 and a half. That's my little Mojay Monday, bet of the day for everyone. I think I think he has a good game. But what? let me paint, paint a picture for me, your final thoughts on, on everything, what, what you're feeling tonight. Who, I think the Giants are going to win the football game, but it doesn't matter what I think because you know you have a much more, you know, right? You're you're the guy. Let's go. Let's let's hear your uh, from the horse's mouth what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm definitely nervous at the same time because you're, we're facing a Steelers team who's who's actually healthy this year and they're rejuvenated, ready to come out. But at the same point, you have a whole a whole Giants team who is uh, who's rejuvenated with all, a whole new coaching staff and and uh, you know a revamped system and just a whole new mentality and culture that we're, we got right now. Um, I think if we can control the rush, the Steelers' pass rush, which I'm thinking that we can with our offensive line how it is now, and give give Danny some more time. And, and if he needs to scramble, he scrambles great. But 
I think if we can give him some time, we're gonna be, we're gonna be fine tonight. I really do, and I think yeah. our defense is gonna surprise a lot of people this year. Uh, Big Ben, I think, could be a little bit rusty, even though he's healthy. He hasn't played in a long time, so we'll see. I, I mean, I think we're gonna win. I think it's gonna be close, though. Like, I think it might be a twenty-one to seventeen type of game tonight to be honest with you yeah i like the giants i like the under and i also like what the chat's saying i do think the jordan love thing lit a fire under roger's ass oh yeah mm-hmm. gotta love Definitely it did. gotta Absolutely. love it um awesome all right so let's uh it's so a 21 17 that's your prediction i'm saying 21 17 giants yeah I, i'm I in think, i like that prediction yeah i think i think we i think if we can control like i said control our defensive pressure we're, we'll be all right we'll be just fine let's i mean that's a pretty standard take for every football game there is i would say but like the steelers defense is strong so that's their biggest X factor, in my opinion. More than the Steelers' it. offense. And so. it's funny, too, because anyone that's re-watching us on Twitch when we re-air this at our normal time, we'll find out. Like, in yeah, 10 yeah, minutes, we'll 15 see. minutes, we'll be, here we go. Well, actually, yeah. no, because it'll be, it'll be 7 o'clock when the game gets kicked off, right? Yeah, so oh, it'll be, man. It'll so be gonna... at the end of the first quarter, maybe midway through the second quarter by the time you hear this. Oh, this, man, that, that's going to be part. fun stuff. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Awesome. Well, thank everyone for watching uh, tonight. Real quick, just say, you know, if we have any new people in our, our afternoon audience, which this is fun to do a little Monday matinee. Um, we want to thank everyone for watching. Uh, so make sure you check us out. Follow us uh, with the hearts to the left or subscribe to us uh, to the right, um, which is always it's free. If you have Amazon Prime, it would help us out. Uh, so just always check us out on, on Twitch. And obviously all of our social media is up too. And if you miss any of our video episodes, you can listen to us on Spotify and iTunes. Uh, and check us out on social media. Like I said, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit are at underscore get sidetracked. Uh, Twitch, it's twitch.tv uh, get underscore, or sorry, get underscore, yeah, get underscore, get, or, I don't know why I had that right. Get underscore uh, sidetracked and then visit our website, get dash sidetracked.com. Uh, so yeah, a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Big game team for night. Let's go. Let's, let's get, get pumped up. Yeah, man. Monday night, Monday night. Monday I, vibes, yeah. Monday go vibes. Wait, let's go. Waiting all weekend for this. So the nice thing is, is that I got a quick turnaround. We play next Sunday. So give me that, give me that, give me that victory torch, right? Pass it over to you. Let's, let's keep the yeah. vibes going for you. Help me out here. Perfect. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Well, thank everyone for watching. We'll be back in an exciting guest with Sonny Koto coming on. Koto coming on tomorrow. Uh, boxing, which is right up. It's, which is interesting. So we'll, we'll, we'll do some social media posting and talk about that interview. Uh, tomorrow at a normal time at seven o'clock Eastern time. But yeah, so it should be a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, I want to thank everyone for uh, for listening and watching. We'll see everyone in the living room tomorrow at seven o'clock. Cheers, everyone. Cheers.